Yes, it's episode number 60 of the Divorce Resource Guide podcast, and today we're going to get a little deeper and talk mindset and how it affects your divorce. Welcome to the Divorce Resource Guy podcast with Jason Lavoie, aka the Divorce Resource Guy, a former divorce attorney turned divorce coach, talking about all things divorce, including the good, bad, and the ugly from an attorney's point of view. Remember, you're not alone. And now your host, Jason Lavoie. All right, welcome to episode number 60. Yes, number 60 of the Divorce Resource Guy podcast. I can't believe that it is 60 episodes. Frankly, I remember yesterday, it felt like I was doing episode number one, and here we are at 60. Who knew? But I really enjoy doing this. I got to tell you guys, I love having on different experts. I've gotten nothing but great feedback from you, the listeners. So uh, thank you for listening, and I hope to do another 60. Right. So today's guest is Jodine Bergstrom. Now, Jodine and I kind of know each other through some business related um, stuff that we did together. But then I found out that, yes, you know, she was actually divorced herself. And then um, how she used that and turned her mindset uh, as an advantage uh, to not only get her through divorce, but to. Uh, help her get through life and business. And, and now she's on the up and up and um, full of energy and ready to go. And seriously, it all has to do, or a lot of it has to do with mindset. I know it sounds a little bit foofy when we're talking about mindset. Trust me, I get it. But really, it is important and it can change not only how you think about things, which in turns uh, which in turn makes you act differently and make different decisions, right? If you have a clear head and the right mindset, but it also can affect you physically if you don't have the right mindset. Um, and, you know, our physical health and our emotional health, it's all tied together. So I thought I wanted to have her on and talk with you guys about how mindset really uh, is important. And so here we go. Let me welcome Jodine Bergstrom. Jodine, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you. Jason, thank you for having me on. I'm very excited to be on here today and, and quite honored because I love what you've got going. And 10 years ago when I started this journey, I wish you would have been around. You know, I say unfortunately, but unfortunately I hear that more often than I want to. <laughs> <laughs> sure. But I'm here now, so that's what's important. Um, Give everybody um, who's not familiar with you a little bit of background about who you are, what you do, and what got you to this point. All right. Well, I like I said, I'm honored to be here. I My journey is quite unique, um, just like every one of us is. But um, I started about 10 years ago, well, technically 33 years ago when I got married. Um, and our relationship that I had was I always wanted it to be a – a meaningful relationship. I didn't want the cars. I didn't want the boats. I didn't need to have the house. I just wanted to have relationship. And, um, you know, in the beginning it was, it was that, and then struggles started. And, um, you know, we did a lot of therapy. I was always looking for, you know, ways to improve the marriage, but there was a lot of conflict and a lot of fighting throughout the years. And, um, in the end, um, about 10 years ago, well, actually about 13 years ago, um, my husband divorced me. And so that started that journey. We had five children together. Oh my and, 
Yeah, five five children. I only have one, and I'm, I'm my hands are full. <laughs> well, there's ten years between them, about two to three years apart. So there was never a dull moment at our house. Oh, well, wow! God bless. But with that, when I started that journey, um, I of course did what was best in my words, and um, even though he divorced me, I made changes. And then he came back about seven years ago and we didn't remarry, but we were together and things were good for a while, but then they fell apart. And about three years ago, he walked out after being together in essence for 33 years. So, wow. you know, it's, I, I say, I wish you would have been around 10 years ago because if I would have had the ability to put a divorce team together, I wouldn't have had to have gone through a lot of the things that I put myself and my children through. And so, you know, I love what you're doing. Um, and I can speak from experience. Lawyers are expensive as hell. Yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> now, so this is interesting. And I want to I want to kind of get into the weeds a little bit with you about it and your experience. What what is it? Did you have an attorney when you went through your divorce? Did. I ended up having an attorney okay. and, um, you know, but it was, it was costly. You know, sure. I mean, you don't, you don't go through a divorce, um, not paying anything. Right. Well, not, right. not unless, not unless you are one of the few who gets somebody to do it for free, which is very rare. Um, especially in divorce world, you know, uh, attorneys do pro bono work, which is free work all the time, but a divorce, especially a contested divorce, which can take months, if not years, um, you're very hard. You're going to be hard pressed to find somebody who's willing to, to do that for nothing, uh, because of the amount of work and time it takes. Um, but other than your attorney, did you have anybody else on your divorce team? No. And that's why I said, I wish I would have. And pro bono is non-existence nowadays. I mean, they, it's hard. they, you can't find them. So, I mean, if you think that you're going to find them, because there was a point where um, I needed some legal advice and just reaching out and trying to find it, um, it was not available. So, you know, get that inkling out of your head if you think you can find it for free. And less, I mean, I know there are some cases court ordered and whatnot, but in essence, if you're walking in a divorce because you're unhappy, start looking at your checkbook. <laughs> Well, no, it's, and that's, you know, it, it's a good point. And I don't want to uh, dwell and spend all our time talking about money, but it, you know, in divorce world, you're not guaranteed or an attorney at all, right? Nobody's going to give you an attorney. That's not, it's not a criminal situation. So um, getting divorced in a way is a luxury more than a right. And um, if you want to get divorced, that's why I always tell people, if you can find me or find somebody uh, before you file anything with the court and the process formally starts and you're still in the preparation phase, right. In order to prepare the best way for divorce, you want to start making sure you have a fund available because you want to have that divorce team around you and it's going to cost some money, right? Well, and Jason, the other point, and this is where I've come in, um, you know, obviously I, I, and I went down the rabbit hole. I literally did in my, the last time when he walked out, you know, I lost my mom. Three months later, I lost my dad. Oh my God. Eight months later, we closed down our restaurant. And then about six months later, he walked out. So I was in a deep, deep hole. And, you know, my mindset sucked. Like death was inviting because I didn't see, you know, I'd lost all my support team. 
you know, my, my mom and dad were my support team and now they were gone. You know, he, my emotional and life partner, all of a sudden retirement, you know, I'm in my fifties and he's walking out and I'm like going, holy shit, you know, and, and, and that point death did look inviting, but I didn't allow that to take, you know, take over because Thank my God. mom, she has a little tenacity in her. And her parting words to me were, <laughs> go out and be so successful that you piss them off even more. <laughs> oh, I love those words. That's a great model for anybody. <laughs> exactly. And so I heard those words and I had to make that decision. I had five daughters, like I said, and, and grandchildren at this point. You know, one for me, I'm a little competitive, just a little. <laughs> it's healthy, healthy. It's healthy. And I was like, hell no, I'm not letting them win. And so that's when I grabbed onto that. And, you know, that's when I realized my mindset is what I needed. You know, I needed the divorce team. If, had I had that divorce team, I would have came out healthier, but I went down the rabbit hole. And so mindset is where I dove into and realized that if I was going to change, you know, I was in the insanity. I mean, I literally for two years was in that insanity, doing the same things over, expecting different results. And I had to make some different results you know, actions to get those different results. Right. And, and I talked about that. And for everybody listening, Jodine and I know each other. Um, she just actually put on a divorce summit. Um, and, and I was uh, honored enough to be one of the uh, guest speakers for that. And that's part of what I talked about, right, is that you have to change something in order to get a different result. Um, because the same things got you to where you are now. Um, and if you're in, an, in that divorce and you're listening and it's a bad situation, Right. You're, you're the, the same cycle of uh, behavior and conduct has gotten you to where you are now. So, which is a sucky situation. So in order to change and get out of that, you got to change something and changing what you do and how you react is the number one thing to quickly change the, the cycle that you're probably in right now. So and I want to just reiterate one thing yeah. there because this is really crucial and important. You cannot change what that other person is doing. Right. I could not I could not force my ex-husband to love me. He chose not to love me. Part of that was his issues. He couldn't love himself, but that's his deal. And I couldn't force that on him and I couldn't keep him. So I had to take my situation. And when I started to accept what was there, you know, if you are in a situation where you don't want the divorce, but it's happening, you got to make that decision of what you're going to do. And yes, there's always room for miracles and that can happen. But the reality is, is for those miracles to happen, you've got to take care of your own self and you've got to get healthier because I can assure you, if you're in a divorce situation, it's not just you, him or them that is unhealthy. So good. Right. Right. There, there is no matter how bad your spouse is and, let, and let's say he, he or she is extremely bad, right? Uh, mm -hmm. There's always some accountability that's necessary on your part because it always takes two. Um, and that's even in the worst case scenarios where the other spouse cheated and stuff. At some, at some level, there's always some accountability. And, and you facing that and acknowledging it and dealing with it is crucial to moving on in a healthy way. Um, now, Jordine, how would you have, going back in time a little bit, who would you have on your divorce team? Because I talk about this all the time, but I want to hear from your perspective. If you could do it all again, how, who would you choose to be on your team? Well, I think, you know, in the beginning, I know therapists 
you know, can be good. I'm not a big fan of therapists because they just want to reiterate the past and not help you grow um, and kind of keep you in there. But there are times when a therapist is, you know, has its place, mm -hmm. um, but definitely a life coach, um, somebody that can look because when you're broken, when you're in that state, you don't see the potential and you don't understand everything that you're doing. Like you become numb and to have somebody that can give you the electric prod, can, you know, hold your hand, give you the hug, listen to you, that makes a huge difference. Oh, absolutely. Um, and I always say they have to be objective too, right? Friends and family are great, but you need somebody objective to give you, um, in my words, the good, the bad, and the ugly of what is going on, right? Well, and the other side of that too is when you hire that third person, when you bring that third person in, it will be healthier for your children because you don't start using them as a therapist or a coach. And it will be healthier for your friends because your friends, they know you and maybe they know you too far back and they're not really looking at the whole picture. Because if they're your friends, a lot of times you've given them only your side. And a coach walks in and says, what's the other side of the story? There's always two sides, right? We just, we, just, we just talked about that. Yeah, and your friends are your friends. So of course they're going to support you, as they should. Um, but they are not objective. They're subjective because they're your friends. So um, there's, a place, there's a place for your friends and your family, absolutely, uh, as part of your support network, but as part of your divorce team of objective professionals, right? They, they should not be considered um, to take one of those spots. So I, I couldn't agree with you with you more on that. And did you find that, so you would have, okay, you would have an attorney, right? That's obvious, number one. And you had an attorney, you would have a life coach, um, perhaps a therapist, maybe not, which totally understandable. Um, but the life coach kind of fills a lot of the therapist uh, role, in my opinion, too, if they're doing a good job. Anybody else, anybody else you would think back and say, yeah, that would have been really helpful. For me, um, I would have had a business coach. I've been an entrepreneur. And the reality is, is when you go into divorce, your assets are split. And maybe you don't even receive any assets. So, you know, especially if you're older age walking into divorce, your retirement looks a lot different because you don't always receive 50-50. Right. Maybe there isn't anything there. Maybe you were going to work your butts off and, you know, create more of a um, nest egg after the kids left, which was kind of our situation. So there wasn't much there. Fortunately, I had, you know, assets that I, you know, acquired. So, I mean, I was okay, but um, I could have done it better. I, I would have retained more and I'd be further ahead now. I don't, I'm not so much retained because I have them, but I would be further ahead now had I had hired a business coach. Because once again, when you are in the fog, you don't make good decisions. And, and part of that fog for me is the fear. When you live sure. in fear, you're not making healthy decisions because it's based on the unknown, which the reality is, is when you start working with your mindset and you start understanding vibration, when you start understanding that you create your reality, 
which kind of sucks when you look at taking responsibility for the divorce, <laughs> but <laughs> part of it, it's part of it. It is. It is. You know, I mean, I always, I mean, there were thoughts and, you know, Jason and I shared this prior to turning on the record button. You know, at one point there was some things that had went bad and I was sitting at the courthouse trying to get the paperwork to file for divorce. I had four little ones on my hip. I didn't have the $5 in my account or in my wallet to buy the divorce paperwork to get it to be able to file for a divorce. I didn't have $5. So I understand money can be, you know, tight. And I understand that it sucks, you know? And I had to look at that as that God situation of saying, okay, I'm not, you don't have that money because you don't need that divorce right now that you can work out things. You know, I don't know. I don't know what that was, but I mean. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> I look back now and I'm like, you know, what was that? Why did I not have that five? I mean, good Lord, I couldn't even find $5 in the freaking van, you know? But I actually, I think I could, but it also meant that I couldn't buy milk for the kids, you know? Right. All so, right. you know, put that in perspective. Listen, that's, that's a tough story to listen to. Um, I think for anybody. Um, and, you know, those types of stories are unfortunately out there all over the place, but I, that goes to my point not that you didn't do this, but if you have the time, prepare, right? Prepare as opposed to reacting, um, you know, and being forced to do something you're not ready to do. Um, and, you know, when somebody like your husband, you know, sounds like did to you said he initiated the divorce process. If somebody initiates it and you're not ready for it, um, yeah, that throws you for a loop uh, 100%. Um, but then, but then you still have time and, you know, if you get your head on straight, um, to, to start, you know, get in divorce mode and prepare, but if you don't have your team or even know where to start, then how overwhelming is that? Um, and I totally get it. Did, um, and you mentioned so something that I wanted to reemphasize about fear, um, because fear is an emotion. And when we make decisions based on any emotion, that is not, that is not where you want to be um, because you're not thinking clearly, you know? Um, and I always try to tell people in the divorce process, you want to make decisions um, for the right reasons to help you move forward and to help, you know, get you out of your jam and prepare you for your post-divorce life. And if you're doing that because you're a fear or you're scared, well, that's the same thing, I guess. But, <laughs> um, you know, but if you're doing that based on an emotional, an emotional state, that's not good. Um, and you're probably, there's a good chance you're going to regret whatever decision it is you made. Um, and whether that's, you know, on assets, distribution, alimony, child support, whatever it is. Um, I always try to tell people, you got to separate the emotion out from the business at hand of the divorce. And of course, that's easier said than done. But that brings me back to, you know, your team and, and a coach and to help you really do that because i'll be honest with you as an attorney when i represented people that that wasn't my job uh as your attorney to kind of help you emotionally I, you know i would try the best i could but there just wasn't enough time to do it uh and of course attorneys charge you by their time so you and, know, and jason i'm gonna while you're at this point because i think yeah. if you've not been through the process you don't understand this when you hire a lawyer 
They're there to do what you tell them to do. A lot of times when you say, just do it, they don't always do what's right for you. So coming in with somebody like you that can say unobjectively, you need to do this, this, and this, because a lot of times, you know, your divorce lawyer, I mean, there's, there's legal paperwork, but there are some things that, you know, they will come back at you and say, it's up to you. And I'm like, I was not emotionally strong enough to make sound decisions at that point. Right. That's a great point. Um, because as your lawyer, we're supposed to guide you through the legal process of it all. Right. Um, and, and tell you what your legal options are. And at the end of the day, it is you as the client, it's your choice and what you want to do It's your life. I can't tell you what to do or what's best for you. Um, you know, I could have two different people on the same set of facts, make two different decisions. Um, and neither of them are wrong, but you have to do and, and do it in the right state of mind um, because you're going to live with the consequences of that decision. Right. And so, right, that, there, there is that kind of roadblock between attorney and, and client. But that's why if you have a coach, somebody else you can um, talk it out with and rely on, it, it, it only helps you. And really, at the end, it's cheaper because um, oh. <laughs> I, I don't care how, what your coach is charging you. It's probably cheaper than in your attorney. So, <laughs> you know. Um, well, and let me just, I want to I put this because if you haven't been through it, you don't understand it. When you call and talk to your lawyer, the moment they answer that phone, that meter's running. Yeah. And if you are hung up or if you don't understand something, or if you emotionally want to go deeper on that, that's a very expensive phone call. When you're and with a therapist, they're gonna say, we're gonna get this. Where the lawyer is like, you have options A, B, C, and that's it. And you're like, there are things that you want to legally you know, be in a line with, but you want to also know where that's going to go. And so I'm just telling you guys that if you think that you can be out there, especially nowadays, things are a lot more complicated than what they used to be for divorce. It was, you know, I mean, and there's a lot more involved. I feel anyway, I look yeah. at our judicial system of what, you know, it used to be a handshake and you had a contract, you know, and now, not now it's so different. Yeah, it, it, you know, we do live in a more complex time. And I just feel like, you know, 15, 20 years from now, we're going to say the same thing. Um, you know, it doesn't get simpler, unfortunately. It just seems like everything gets more complicated, even with all the technology and stuff that gets invented. But um, your mindset is just so vital because every decision that you make, and that's why I do the divorce coaching, is to teach you the information that you need to know to make the best decisions, right? And, and as a life coach, the same thing. You gotta, you gotta have that foundation so when decision time comes around, you are ready to do it and, and make whatever the, the right decision is for you. And no, no attorney, no coach, no therapist, no uh, financial advisor can do that for you. Um, but they can help you to make the best one uh, for you. But at the end of the day, it is always you, right? Well, and the thing you got to understand too, yes, divorce is an emotional and a physical separation, 
but it's also a financial and a business separation too. Oh yeah. And when you are living out of fear, when you're living out of, you know, distraught, I mean, obviously if there's conflict, you're not in the, in a healthy mindset. I mean, that's just reality and you're not making sound decisions. And if, you know, sometimes if it's really bad, you just say, well, I just, I want out, they can have everything. But then you don't realize 20 years down the road, you just busted your ass and he just took all the retirement or she took all the retirement. Yeah. You know, I mean, you got to look at the, the, the reality of the business side of it. You are now going from, you know, double income if you're both working to single. That's right. And I, I've heard that so many times, you know, like I just need this done um, because they, they can't emotionally, mentally take it anymore, which I understand. And they're just willing to give them whatever they want. But I always tell them that's the worst place to make that type of decision. Um, not to say that down the road, that wouldn't be the right decision for you, but you're going to, if you make it in that moment, you're going to regret it no matter what it is that we're talking about. And um, yeah, you have to, you have to somehow, and that's the job as me as a coach um, and you to separate the business at hand from the emotion involved. And of course it's not easy. Um, if it was easy, then we wouldn't be doing any of this, <laughs> but. Um, and I want to note, because I really want to highlight and edify. If you have been a stay at home mom and you're, you know, all of a sudden thrown this divorce paper and you're trying to figure out, you know, what's going on, you know, how are you going to support yourself and whatnot? You got to understand that when you entered that marriage, and you chose to stay home and take care of those children, that was a business partner decision. And you saved a shit ton of money and you put a lot of time and effort into raising those kids. And I know there's stay-at-home dads now too. I know things have changed. That is a huge responsibility and it gets underestimated of the power and the, the part that you, the role that you played in that. So if you just think, well, you know, it's, it's gotten bad and I just want out, you, you were a business partner in raising those kids. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So you know, a stay-at-home parent, that's a job. Exactly. Absolutely. Um, so, Jordine, how do you help people going through the, the process? Um, can they work with you? I mean, you are, you are just great. And, you know, I, you can tell right away within – two minutes of talking with you, um, how passionate you are um, and what a great person they might be. Um, you might be on, on their divorce team, but how do, how do you work with people? So when I started my entrepreneurship, um, I had a, a mentor hand me a book and it was called Think and Grow Rich. And he said, this is the business Bible, learn it inside and out. And I, like I said, I, I've started a flower shop, I've had restaurants, I've done landscape design, I do digital marketing. So I've had a lot of opportunities to, you know, be in business. So I took that book and I really applied all the principles to my business. And a lot of it I did in my personal life too. But when I was in that dark hole and, you know, looking, you know, for death as the way out, I grabbed that book and realized that I had used it very successfully in my business, but I recently hadn't been applying it to my mindset and to my personal life. And when I dove into that and really started looking at doing masterminds and grabbing onto the power of it, because the thing is, is 
your real answers and your true desires are within you. And you can ask people to help you, you know, find it and people can tell you, but when it comes within you and you realize that, because as we get, as we go through life, it's like the onion, the layers, the layers, the layers, the layers, the layers, the kids, you know, the busyness, the cleaning the house, the breaking of the vehicles, you know, all the layers we stifle and get lost of truly who we're supposed to be. Yeah. And through the power of the masterminds, I kind of awaken the giant within me, so to speak. <laughs> and um, so I take people through on a journey. It's a 17 week course um, because, you know, it took you how many years to get to this point? I can't fix you and you can't fix you overnight. It's not a 30 day pro- program. Uh, absolutely. Even though we all want the instant gratification, <laughs> it's not happening. You know, I always say divorces have become disposable. You know, if you don't like it, it's kind of like getting a new, you know, cassette tape. You go out and see if you can find a new one and start I playing. can't believe you just said cassette tape. <laughs> I was going to say a CD, and I'm like, I don't even know now what it is. Hey, those are obsolete now. <laughs> I know. I was, like, I was like, well, if I'm going to age myself, I'm going back to the cassette tapes. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah, the, the cassette I, I, so, The Walkmans. But yeah. um, I guess you could almost say phones. It's as disposable as a new – everybody's getting new phones all the time. So Yeah, every year they come out with something new. It's like computers. Um, so you have this course, um, and, and, and what's the name of the course? Um, it is the, uh, think and greet, think and grow rich, deep dive mastermind. Um, real, you know, <laughs> real authentic there, real creative. It, it <laughs> is what just, it says it is. It is. It's a deep dive. I mean, and the thing is, is it's not about the richness of the money. I mean, we all need money. And I'm telling you right now, if you think you can just get out of this divorce and, and be free, you need money to survive. We yeah. have bills. We have electric. You know, I mean, you could be homeless, I guess, you know, if that's what you enjoy. But, you know, if you want to take your kids to the movie, if you want to, you know, have a vehicle, it takes money, you know. And so it's not just the richness and the finances, because I can assure you, if you're in a divorce, your brokenness in the relationships, you don't even understand how shattered you are in that. And the other thing too, is your spiritual. You know, I was really pissed at God, like really pissed. How could he, you know, my ex-husband's dad was an ordained minister. He handed him the book for dummies of getting a divorce. I wouldn't rely on that by the way, but yeah. <laughs> no, but it's the whole being. I thought having ordained minister as a father-in-law was gonna keep, you know, help keep my marriage together. You know, I thought there was going to be more accountability, but it wasn't. No. So spiritually I was shattered and, you know, and I was pissed at God. How could he, you know, how could he? Yeah. It's all part of, right. Dealing with the emotional aspect, um, you know, spiritualness is tied in, you know, with the emotional aspect, right, that, that you have to somehow deal with in, in the divorce process. Now, Jodine, where can people find out more about this course and you? Well, I'm going to give you my link so they can uh, jump in there. Um, I have the, um, um, I'm trying to think of which group. I'll, I'll put the group in there. That's down right. there. That's the best. And that'll all be in the show notes, right? 
Yeah, I, it's mindset mastery is my free group because it's it's mastering your mindset. So that's the free group, and um, I'll put that link in there so you guys can jump in there. Is that we on Facebook? That. Um, it's on Facebook. Yeah. Okay. For right now. <laughs> right. Well, right. It, we people say groups, and we just assume it's Facebook, but we just want to make sure. <laughs> and wait, all. I'm on LinkedIn as well too. So, I mean, if anybody is, you know, I mean, I know everybody has different platforms. I don't do Twitter. I mean, I have an account, but I have no clue. Oh, I like God. being in there and I think I, I cause Twitter. more trouble than anything. <laughs> hey, Twitter. Um, all right. Awesome. And, and do you have a website? Um, we are actually just rebranding that because we uh, cleaned it up and it, I, it's uh, mastermind.com 90 days, I think is what it, I'll, I'll put that in there too. Okay. Um, but the Facebook group is the best one um, to, to catch me on. Awesome. And um, like I said, we've been kind of rebranding everything, getting everything, you know, because the thing is, is you got to understand with me, I was so deep into the pain and the hurt that I just started. I, and, you know, Jason and I were talking about that imperfect action. I started to just learn, you know, where I was at and take responsibility where I was at. And so as I did this, a lot of people were reaching out to me and saying, how are you doing this? What do you, you know, how did you make this work? Because on the outside, you know, I look like I had it pretty together, you know, but on right. the inside, I was shattered. Yeah. Beyond repair. And that's more often than not the case, you know, um, we want to make the outward appearance seem like, yes, everything is fine. Um, but it's Well, not. and I had five daughters. You know, and when I did get weak and uh, was a mess, my kids didn't know what to do with me because they'd never seen me as a weak person. I'd always been the strong one that picked up the pieces and off we went. Right. You know? And when you are that blabbering mess, they don't know how to deal with you. Yeah, no, I, mean, I can't imagine. God bless you again. I mean, <laughs> five kids, Jesus. <laughs> well, Jodine, this was so great to have you on and share your experience um, and, and, you know, I hope everybody who's listening kind of now understands if you didn't before how important having the right mindset and having the right team to give you that mindset is and while going through a, a divorce. So it was so great to talk to you again and we will talk to you again in the future. I'm sure. Awesome, Jason. Well, I just appreciate you having me on. And if there's any way I can serve your audience, I'm here, reach out to me, be happy to have a conversation. And, you know, especially when it comes to, you know, trying to figure out, you know, finding a, a divorce coach. I wish, like I said, I, I wish I would have had, um, you know, more people. I wish I would have had that concept. I wasn't even offered, you know, it wasn't even a thing. So I love that you're bringing that into, re, you know, into existence and really um, letting people know that. So thank you again. No, thank you. And, and, and reach out to Jodine because she is, you can just hear her, right? She's great. And, and she will help you um, no doubt get on the right track if you are looking for that uh, guidance. All right, Jodine, we'll talk soon. All right. Take care, Jason. Thank you so much. All right. How about that? Did you enjoy listening and talking mindset with Jodine and I? Because like I said, you know, it's a little bit on the foofy side, but it really is so important. And, um, I am really all about getting in the right, right mindset and how it really does affect your life, whether positively or negatively. So I want you to just to keep that in mind as you're moving forward. Now, if you're looking for personal help with your divorce, check out jasonleboy.com and I offer personal one-on-one and group divorce coaching. So check them out and uh, let me know if you have any questions about anything. Also, if you enjoy the podcast and you haven't yet subscribed, you can do so free 
and you'll get all new episodes when they come out. In the meantime, all I'm going to ask you to do is be strong, act confident, and stay positive. I'm Jason Lavoie, a.k.a. The Divorce Resource Guy, and I'll be seeing you real soon.